Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Yesterday with Micah, we saw Peter in Lydda and Joppa moving toward the Mediterranean Sea in Israel. He was doing these amazing miracles, and he ended up staying many days with Simon a Tanner. Now that's going to come into play today, which is part one of kind of a multi-part story that is going to show God's acceptance of the Gentiles, those who were non-Jewish. Now we've already seen God's acceptance of the Samaritans who were viewed as lesser, but also had some Jewish descendants. And so now we are going to see God turn his gaze and his acceptance to these people who were Greeks, who were Romans, who were of non-Jewish heritage. So let's get started today. We are in Acts chapter 10, verse 1, and I am reading from the ESV. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort. A devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. Now notice here, it says he is a centurion of the Italian cohort. So we can assume from that and from some context later on that he's not a Jew. He is likely Roman. Usually the Romans were the centurions at the time. And he is then a Gentile. But he was still a devout man who feared God. He gave to people. He prayed continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among those who attended him. And having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. So first of all, absolutely amazing that we see God actually appearing to a Gentile at the time. And we're going to see this a little more in the coming days and verses. Gentiles were not considered part of God's promise, not considered part of his people. Throughout the Old Testament, the Jews were the chosen people of God. And yet, even though there were Gentiles in Jesus' lineage, We think of Ruth, for example, very important people in the lineage of David, the king. Still, it was not viewed as if Gentiles were welcome into the promise of God. So where are the people getting this idea that Gentiles are not welcome? Well, in one respect, the law that God gave 
did include things like Deuteronomy 7.3, do not intermarry with them. Do not give your daughters to their sons or take their daughters for your sons. Or even 1 Kings chapter 11, you must not intermarry with them because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. And so we see that, yes, God instructed them not to intermarry with other people, but his intention was not to exclude them from his promise or his love, but rather to protect his people from being turned astray. And so the Jews honestly didn't expect the Gentiles to be part of this, at least in my understanding and in my reading which makes this all the more incredible that God appears to Cornelius, a centurion, a Gentile himself, and an angel is speaking directly to him. So he sends people off to Joppa to go check at Simon the Tanner's house for Peter. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. And he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time. What God has made clean, do not call common. Now, in Jewish law, there were some animals that they were not considered ceremonially clean or allowed to be eaten. And so Peter is saying, I've never eaten these things. And he sees them in a vision being let down from heaven. And God says, rise, Peter, kill and eat. What God has made clean, do not call common. And this happened three times. And the thing was taken up at once to heaven. Now, while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision that he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate and called out to ask whether Simon, who was called Peter, was lodging there. So we've seen Cornelius, this Gentile, send his people to go search for Peter. Peter with this strange vision of all animals being now proclaimed clean by God, even though Peter, in his ceremonial Jewish understanding, sees them as unclean. And now those men sent by Cornelius are there to call upon him. So stay tuned tomorrow. We are going to see Peter's response, what happens, and maybe even a little bit about what this dream may mean. So I will see you tomorrow morning. I want to hear from you. Do you have any suggestions for this podcast? This is something you listen to almost every day. So I want to hear what could make it better. Are there any music choices? Maybe new speaker ideas? Maybe you yourself are interested in being a speaker. Maybe a topic you're interested in. 
please share with me. You can message me on social media. My handle is hesed.heart on Facebook and Instagram, or feel free to email me support at hesedheart.com. I would love to hear all of your feedback and your suggestions.